Welcome back to the AM show. I'm Miles Davis alongside Andre Monroe. Andre, how's it going today? It's going really good. What's the last time we did the podcast? I think this is our first podcast of 2022. It has been a minute, but you know, it's, it's good to be back, it's good you to be know. Back. And we got a lot of topics to discuss today, so let's get right into it. So, to start off, game four for the Eastern Conference quarterfinals are here between the Sixers and the Toronto Raptors. Sixers are up 3-0. They have the chance to sweep for the first time in around 30 years. It's really, it's been a long time mm-hmm. since they've been able to do that. So Andre, what are your thoughts and do you think the Sixers can get the sweep? I think the Sixers can get the sweep. I wasn't one of those people who like, before the series was like, maybe the Raptors can win the series. I wasn't one of those people. I knew that the Sixers were gonna win this one. Maybe the Raptors are gonna still win. But I knew that the Sixers, like, I was really confident in the Sixers' ability to win this series. And they proved me right so far. I mean, everyone has been chipping in. Danny Green, the role players, Danny Green, Georgia Yang, Shake Milton, Tyrese Maxey. And then, of course, you get your contributions from James Harden and Joel Embiid. So I was never really, I mean, you have the two best players in the series. I was never uh, in doubt of our chances. But it's good to get a sweep because we can get the rest because we do have a tough opponent if we do advance to the next series. Yeah. Unlike you, Andre, I actually did think that this series was going to be close. I did, yeah. I just had a lot of doubts surrounding the Sixers team as a whole, how Harden was going to fare in the playoffs, how the bench unit was going to perform. And I'm really proud of how the Sixers team has been able to deal with all the noise and all the doubts that were circling in and, you know, have this 3-0 lead going into today. Now, the question is, will they be able to pull it off with a bunch of other factors like Joel Embiid's thumb, which we're going to go into a little bit later. But I do think that this is it's very possible that they get the sweep today. I think they will because of how demoralized that last game was for Toronto. I think that it's their backs are against the wall, but I do think that the Sixers will be able to close it out today. So specifically, what were your like specific doubts? Well, specific, well, just how James Harden's been playing recently, mm-hmm. like towards the end of the regular season, and his how this team is going to fare in the playoffs, specifically the bench unit, because we've had a lot of concerns about who's going to play, like for instance, Paul Reed or like a DeAndre Jordan or Paul Millsap. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, I was happy to hear that uh, Paul Reed was actually going to be the backup center for the series. I think that was a good call by Doc Rivers. So in the end, you know, those doubts... Those doubts still exist for See, me, but it's yeah. not like for this series. Yeah, I, it's more I, for have the this, next one. I have the same exact doubts. I just knew that we would be able to, like, even if James Harden struggled, even if our role players struggled, we would still probably win the series because yeah. it's the Raptors. Yeah. I do have those same doubts, though, if he advanced to the second round. And, and play Miami. Yeah, because, um, like you said, James Harden, he has not been the James Harden that I at least expected. I'm not saying he's been bad. But not the James Harden, Harden that we thought we were getting in this trade. Or even the James Harden for the first five games. Like, that James yeah. Harden, it's like, oh my gosh, like, this is insane. Like, this is this is the year. But And you you can only hope that he can, you know, he's a star. So you can hope that he can advance to that level. But, I mean, what, like, what do you see personally? Because I'll just tell you what I see. But what do you see personally in James Harden game, James Harden's game that has been, like, lacking recently? I mean, I guess just his efficiency from the floor i feel like you know you see his stats he's like four for like 18 four for 19 from some yeah. some games and stuff like that yeah. and some of that is just like him trying to drive to the lane and then just getting like rejected trying to draw a foul or something like that and the refs don't call it and then there are some games when he's just trying to you know shoot from the exterior and it's not as efficient now do i think that this is a long-term issue maybe not because i feel like you know hopefully this is a hope that he does 
find that form that he had during those first few games. Because if that James Harden shows up, then we have a chance to move past the second round, which has haunted us for these past two, three years, and make the next jump, make the next step. See, like I hear people say that their issue with James Harden is that he can't get past people anymore, and that might be the case a few times, but. That the issue I see with James Harden is that he could get past people, but it's what happens after after, he, after yeah. he get past someone, like his efficiency at the at the rim or his like ability to get past defend or like get a shot over defenders once he gets past the defender. That's the issue that I see with James Harden, and also of course his efficiency. I mean, sometimes I miss Sixers games, so I check the box score, and then I see like five for fifteen, yeah, five for nineteen. I'm like, what the heck? So um. Yeah, James Harden uh, definitely has to improve his efficiency, and I mean, it's just figuring out what he has to do. I mean, because usually when he gets past the defender in his Houston days, he would shoot a floater or a mid-range shot, but that hasn't been something he's been doing recently. And we need to see that from James Harden. We need to see an extra because the assist, he's still he's still yeah, one yeah, of the yeah, best passers in the league. A great playmaker, yeah, but absolutely. But when we face the teams like the Heat, potentially the Bucks or Celtics or Nets, we're gonna need that scoring from him. So. Hopefully he can turn it on um, today, probably. Yeah, absolutely. This is a potential sweep game. Exactly. Now, since we're on the topic of James Harden, this was one of the topics we were going to discuss, is that this is James Harden's last year of his contract. Mm-hmm. He, has a, he has a player option coming up. But if he declines it and we do extend him, it's going to be around five years, around $250 million, which is around $50 million a year. So the question that I have for you, Andre, is that would you extend James Harden for five years? Well, he has a player option, right? This yes, he does. Off season, so yeah. do you have to extend him this year? Or? No, but if he does decline his player option, then he becomes okay. an unrestricted free agent. Listen, like, right now, like, if I had to give an answer right now, if I had to give an answer right now, I would say no, you don't extend him. But, um, and that's not because of James Harden necessarily. That's just because I don't see James Harden as the direction we should be going in as a franchise. I mean, we don't need another, like, we don't need another bad contract into, like, a 35-year-old who's on a bad contract. We need young players to maximize um, Drone Beast Prime. And extending a 35-year-old or 33-year-old James Harden who only has a couple years left in his prime, it's not going to be maximizing Drone Beast Prime. So if I had to give an answer right now, I would say no. But I still do want James Harden on this team. I just wish... I just wish that, like, looking back on the trade, I wish that Daryl Morey did something else. I mean, because we had to make a trade. But I wish he went for, for like, like a couple role players, like a C.J. McCollum and a couple of the, like, just get some depth and then, uh, like, a star player like C.J. McCollum and then some extra pieces, not just, like, the big splash piece like James Harden. Um, so, I mean, but it, we did have to make a trade, um, but it's just hard, this whole situation. What do you think, though? Yeah, I do think that... Especially for what we gave up for James Harden, because Ben Simmons, although we did need to get rid of Ben Simmons, he was a pretty valuable trade asset in some ways for what he, even though he has no type of offensive game whatsoever, the defensive and playmaking abilities that he brings to a team can be valuable to a team like the Nets. But I do think that, you know, because of what we gave up to him, we do have to extend him. But I think it would be, it, it would have to be a priority if we do extend him to extend him short term. So not, I'm not talking like a three-year, four-year, five-year extension. Potentially maybe a two-year extension where it only goes until he's 34 years old instead of 37 or 38. So that we're not paying him 50 million when he's at the very, like, when he's at the twilight of his career when he's about to retire. 
So, and it won't impact us as much in the future when he's not as much of an asset to the team as he is now. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, James Harden, we, we see the name James Harden and we think this star player, but really, if you look at the production that he's been giving us, of course, he's been a great passer, but I feel like we can get his production. Like, I honestly feel like we can get his production from another role player in the league. I mean, you can't, like, I don't want to discount his playmaking abilities, but besides that, I mean, he's his scoring has been average, his defense has been average. Um, so I just don't think it will be a smart move to extend him because we'll just be giving so much money to a player who we can get that same production from for, like, a $10 million a year contract or $15 million a year contract. I mean, we'll just have to see. I mean, hopefully, you know, things go well today. But then, actually, this is going to be the next. We're going to move on to our next topic for today. Mm-hmm. Is that Joel Embiid, he, it was recently re- revealed that he has a right thumb sprain, I believe. Or it's some sort of right thumb injury. And he will be playing game four. And he will get an MRI when they head back to Philadelphia. So, Andre, what are your, how, what does this mean for the Sixers if Joel Embiid's thumb indis- injury is worse than anticipated. Not to keep talking about James Harden, but it means he's, James Harden's going to have to step up. It means James Harden's going to have to be the James Harden that we saw in his Houston days, not even in his Houston days, like last year with the Brooklyn Nets. We're going to have to see that James Harden. We're going to have to see more from Tyrese Maxey, more from role players, because, like you said, he still will be playing through it, but you don't want him to, like... So get make it worse. worse. Yeah. yeah. You don't want to make the injury worse trying to carry put the team on his back. So we're gonna to have to see more from James Harden regardless, but especially if Jay, if Joel Embiid is hurt, uh like he's gonna to have to do much more than he's doing right now. Yeah. Alright, and then so before we move on to our last topic for today, one thing oh. in sports that surprised you this week. Uh put me on the spot. Uh one thing in sports that surprised me this week. Oh, I have a KD getting locked up. Yeah. KD getting locked up. Like, that surprised me because I watched Kevin Durant a lot this season. And his, his, when I watched Kevin Durant, he's just so unfazed by defenders. Like, yeah. his ability to just pull up from mid range every single time down the court and be unfazed by defenders is just, like, miraculous. But in this series, I mean, that he does not look like the KD that we've seen in all of his career, probably. He's probably played his worst series so far of his career. Um, so yeah, that was that's what surprised me because Kevin Durant, we look at him as a phenomenon basketball player, one of the best scorers of all time, and Jason Tatum, the Celtics. I mean, give props to them; they've been locking him up. Absolutely. What do you think? What, what has been your moment? I mean, for me personally, it was Jalen Brunson dropping forty in Game oh, Two the product. to beat the Utah Jazz without Luka Doncic. I don't think. I think it was clear that in order for Dallas to stay in the series, they needed to win one game until Luka gets back to make sure that so that Luka would have three just have to win three more games for them to move on to the next round Mm. and they're up 2-1 right now yeah and so they've taken they've taken two games off of the Utah Jazz and I feel like that really has the potential to change the landscape of the league because Luka if Luka just has to win two games Luka and the Mavericks just need to win two games if they win those two games then Utah has to look themselves in the mirror and Donovan Mitchell has to look himself in the mirror and be like, can I see myself winning in Utah? Should I request a trade? And I feel like that means that one of the best young players is now on the market for a bunch of teams to try to look to trade him. Yeah, um, 
Rudy, Go- Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell is not the duo that I think the Utah Jazz thought they were going to be. Yeah. Um, the chemistry is not there. Um, I saw a tweet once that said, like, Donovan Mitchell averages two passes a game to Rudy Gobert. Like, yeah. Not even assists, just two. Like, he only passes it two times. I mean, why, why would he pass it to him? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, that's why the duo isn't working. So, Utah Jazz, I mean, the answer is clear. You, you, you're going to prefer Donovan Mitchell over Rudy Gobert. Gobert. So, yeah, you're going to have to... If you get rid of Rudy Gobert, yeah, if you, if you have to them. trade one of them, you have to trade Gobert. But the issue is that maybe that may not be a decision that you have the opportunity to make because Donovan Mitchell may just want to leave. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So, that is true. All right, and then the last thing we'll be doing today is we're gonna do some playoff predictions. Yes. Let's so, do so let's start off with. Well, just, we already did the Sixers. I, mean, I feel like we both. Yeah, have we the both predicted the Sixers to win. And I guess we're, we both kind of predicted that Miami would beat Atlanta. Yeah. So, like, nice. that's... And then, so... Because I with the Bucks and Bulls. Yeah, for the Bucks and Bulls. Milwaukee's up 2-1 right now. Mm-hmm. That was... They dominated Chicago last game. I honestly think Milwaukee will come out and win this series. I don't know about you. Listen, uh, I, I want to say the same thing, but Chris Middleton is hurt. That's uh, true. And, I mean, the Bucks just dominated the Bulls without... Uh, Chris Middleton, but these the first two games in the series, it looked like the Bulls were actually outplaying the Bucks. So, yeah. um, if I had to pick a, if I had to pick a team, I would just say the Bucks because they have Giannis nice. and the, he's the best player in the series, probably the best player in the league. So I'm going to pick Giannis, but um, in the next in the next round for the Bucks, I don't know. Uh, they looked shaky so far. Yeah, and then one that, and then the Celtics. Yeah, Celtics and Nets. I feel like we both have Celtics. Yeah, but let's talk about that a little bit more because the. Nets, they look like this team who, like they were saying, the best seven seed ever. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people were predicting them to go to the finals. Before the series started, because I know it's too old now. Yeah. But before the series started, who, do, who did you think was going to win? I probably thought Brooklyn was going to win. I did think mm-hmm. Brooklyn was going to win, just because of KD and Kyrie. I don't think I expected KD and Kyrie to have such inefficient games to start off the series. Specifically KD. For the past two, mm-hmm. Kyrie for that game too. Yeah, but I do think that this game is a game changer. I think this, well, of course, it sets the tone. Two one is a lot better than being down three zero. So yeah. I think, and they have a game today. I, I they suppose, do, yeah. So if they, I mean, I still have the Celtics winning, but um, yeah, I just did not expect this from Brooklyn at all. Yeah, I mean, wait, because Celtics is the next. Who would you rather face? Because if we do beat the Heat, then we would have to face one of the. Team, one of the three teams, one one of those four teams, the yeah. Bucks, Bulls, Celtics, Nets, and I feel like it would be between the Bucks, Celtics, and Nets. So who did you rather face out of all those three teams? Because they're sure. all. I'm not uh, sure because the last time we played Brooklyn, we actually got smacked. Yeah. So, so I don't think I want to play Brooklyn. So I, you're rooting for the Celtics. Kind of, I guess. Although Jason, although the Celtics have looked really well. I don't know how they're going to guard him. Like, is Al Horford going to lock up and beat again? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think he can. I don't think he's going to do know. that again. I don't know. But, like, you never they, know. And, like, you never know. And Robert Williams might come back. If they soon. can lock up KD and Kyrie at the same time, yeah. then I do not want to see the Celtics. But I don't want to see the Nets either. Yeah. So I'm um, conflicted. But, yeah, Celtics are definitely going to win this. Yeah. And then, do you want to do West as well or no? Uh, yeah, let's do it. Sure. Okay, so even without Devin Booker, I do think the Suns are going to win this series. Mm-hmm. Of course. Uh, and then I think the Mavericks are going to win because they Luke is coming back. I feel like we're all going to win. Yeah, 
Uh, Golden State is up for yeah, now. That's Golden a wrap. State. And I think Memphis is going to close it out. I think the Timberwolves, they got their... The Timberwolves, they, 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 they had a chance. They got, their, they got that one game, that first game to start off the series, and looked like, oh, they may upset. But then just the collapse, yeah. that collapse is just... I don't that think That was crazy. That. Yeah. So that's really just... Dang, one, two... It's just the top four <laughs> seeds in the semifinals for yeah. us. I mean, these have been good series, but like, if He's this, if this is mean, true, the Eastern Conference series are better, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, we see the the supposed MVP down three zero. I mean, yeah. I'm not gonna t- I'm not gonna say anything, but supposed MVP and our MVP is up three zero. Yeah. But uh, our MVP is yeah, gonna, go to gonna, gonna make it past the first round. Yeah. So, and then uh, Heat Sixers. Ah. Uh, oh my God. Let's do that this one last. Big. Let's do that one <laughs> yeah. last. Uh, Bucks Celtics. Uh, Bucks Celtics. Mm. That's hard too. Bucks Celtics. I'll start. Bucks Celtics. I feel like the Celtics would win this one. I feel like the Celtics would win this one because the Celtics. Who, the Celtics have Robert Williams coming back. Yeah. And Robert Williams has not not stopped Giannis, but he's definitely slowed him down in the matches that they had this season. I think Boston will win. I think Boston is a is a team that I don't think yeah. anyone wants to face right but now. There. It, it just surprised really me well. how Boston had this big turnaround from like disappointing season to one of the best defensive teams that we've seen yeah. in a long time. And if, like, I keep saying this, if they can lock up KD and Kyrie at the same time, then they can lock up anybody in this entire playoffs, you yeah. know, Eastern Conference and the Western Conference. So, yeah, I, I'm going to say, well, what's your prediction? Celtics in what? Celtics in six. I would say Celtics in six, too. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the West. We'll do the Sixers heat last. Mm-hmm. Um... Suns Mavericks, I'll take the Suns. Suns definitely. Suns. Yeah, I think Devin Booker should be able to come back by then. Mm-hmm. And then for Warriors, Grizzlies, I think the Warriors. Warriors and Grizzlies, yeah. wow, that's a, that's actually a good. I one. think the Warriors are gonna win though. Yeah, the Grizzlies, they they're they're the two seed. They've been great this season. Yeah, but I just uh, but they're I, too young. They're too I young. Believe, too young. And I believe in the Splash Brothers and Jordan Poole mm-hmm. and Jer- Draymond Green. Who's your most improved player? Jordan Poole or Tyrese? I mean, they're Jordan, neither of them are finalists, yeah. but. Like, if you had to choose, because I feel like the three finalists, uh, DeJounte Morey, uh, Darius Garland, and John Morant. I I'd say John Morant. John Morant, yeah. Darius Garland, I think, would have been easier for me to pick if they actually made the playoffs. But, like, I, they, they faced a lot of injuries. Darius Garland mm-hmm. had a great season. I, I believed in him. I, I, when, I, they, when he got drafted by the Cavs, I was like, that was a good pick. Yeah. Although he struggled at first, I'm really happy to we, see him. Succeed. We could have actually traded for, uh, for him. I don't think we could have traded for him this season, but last season there was rumors about trading Ben Simmons for Darius Garland. I yeah. remember that. That would have been interesting. I remember we were trying to get Colin Sexton. That was a, that was a. I would have I would have liked Colin Sexton on this team. because yeah. we would have got Colin Sexton and then some more pieces. So yeah. I feel like that would have. I feel like that's what we need. We don't. We didn't really need a James Harden. I mean, I think a James Harden, it makes them. Like, just the threat of James Harden. The threat of James, yes. It kind of, like, it gets defenses having to scheme around both players. Like, not that Colin Sexton isn't that guy, because I'm a big Colin Sexton guy. Mm. But, like, I think teams would scheme more on Joel instead of scheming on, like, Joel in that second piece. But think about it. We were a top four seed before James Harden even arrived. Yeah. So, just imagine if we got, like, Colin Sexton, maybe, um... Who else is on the Cavs? Colin Sexton. I mean, it has to match from like a salary perspective. So it'd yeah. probably like Kevin Love too. Kevin, that would have been good. I mean, I mean, yeah, but he plays like the same thing. He's like George. He has like the same like play style as George in the A. He does have championship DNA though. That's true, but like that contract, like if you have George the A on a much cheaper contract, 
or Kevin Love. Mm-hmm. I would take George Nian because. So you, of, so you still would have done the um, James Harden trade? Yeah. Looking back on it, I think I so. respect that because it's like the potential is still there for him to succeed. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think like like I still believe it is possible for James Harden to go out today and drop thirty. Hypothetically, he could. I think it's unlikely because you know. Yeah. Because of how he's been maybe playing, maybe he's just maybe it's just how he fits on this team. Because I, I don't understand why he can't do that. Like I wish, I wish he would just go out and take over a game and show us yeah. that he can still. He still has the capability of doing it. He's averaged thirty four two years ago, yeah. and now he's Only averaging like twenty. Like I don't understand. And how. even last year, he was he was like, he was doing great for the Nets. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. I forgot what we were on. We were on. All right, now we're on Sixers Heat. Because we both picked the Warriors. So Suns. Okay. Okay. So we have Suns Warriors in the final, and then we have Celtics versus either the Sixers or the Heat. Uh, you go ahead first. I'll pick the Heat. Wow. The oh, Heat in yeah. what? Heat in six. Heat in, in six. six. I'll go Sixers in seven. Sixers in seven. I'll go Sixers in seven. Sixers Here's why. None of the none of the um, Heat players scare me offensively. None of them. Not Jimmy Butler. Not Bam Adebayo. Not even Tyler Hero. Teller is a great scorer off the bench, but he'll, on the other side, he'll give it up just as easily as he'll score it. So that doesn't really scare me at all. I mean, we saw it earlier this season about when Tyrese Maxey, I mean, didn't the Bucks, I mean, not the Bucks, didn't the uh, Heat have their full roster in that game? And our G League team beat them. The last He's time, checking it right now. The last time we played them, we won by seven. And, mm, and that was the Tyrese Maxey game. That was the, the Tyrese Maxey game. That was with the, that was James, when we started Paul Millsap. Yeah, James Harden didn't play, play or uh, Joel Embiid didn't play. And I'm not I'm not using that regular season game as a basis of my prediction, but like just the fact that Jimmy Butler doesn't scare me. Of course, Jimmy Butler can take over a game whenever he wants, but Jimmy Butler doesn't really scare me. He doesn't scare me. He's a star, but he doesn't scare me. Bam Adebayo does not scare me because Joel Embiid is going to win that matchup, um, and then. They have great defense, but their offense, their half-court offense, it's the playoffs. Half-court offense is really important. And their half-court offense against the Sixers doesn't scare me. Of course, they're doing this to the – they have this great defense against the Hawks right now. But it's the Hawks. It's the Hawks. Um, so – and they were just in playing. So um, maybe I'm being a little bit too – No, no, no. Because this season, we've, we were 2-2 two and two against the Heat. And James Harden and Joel Embiid never – played against like the tandem of James and Joel mm-hmm. never played against that heat team. So I think it is very possible that we beat this team. I think it is I think it's possible. Yeah, because I look at the Bucks, Giannis scares me. Yeah. I look at the Celtics, uh their defense scares me, Jason Tatum scares that, me. That three out of the four teams in that bottom hand of the bracket scare me. And then the Nets, uh Ky- Kyrie and KD scare the scare me so much. Yeah. But on the Heat, I mean, who does Jimmy Butler? I have Jimmy guess, Butler, Jimmy Butler doesn't really scare me. I mean, does does he scare think, you? I mean, but I think like you know, when we play the Heat, Matisse Stiebel is playing all six, six games. He is probably him or Danny Green are going to be guarding him. Yeah. So I think it's possible that we can limit his his production. So I think yeah, I think this is a. Definitely winnable series. I'm just playing it safe so that either the Sixers are going to the Easter Conference Finals yeah. or my prediction is right. 
Yeah. So, but yeah, I do think that that's actually going to be a good series, and I'm and I'm actually looking forward to it because I know like in the past they've had our number. That's going to be a good series. But I do think like this I year it can actually be a good series, especially have we faced them in the playoffs before. I don't think we have. We pl- we played them when it was when it was like the first year we went to the playoffs with Joel oh, and Ben Simmons. After Jimmy Butler left, that was with Robert Covington and Dario oh, okay, Saric. Okay, okay, okay. That was this. That was like the year that we beat them in five. And we lost to the Celtics the next yeah, round. 2018, that was. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just, I'm not scared of the Heat at all. But the only reason I'm going to say seven is because I just respect their defense that much. Yeah. And I respect Jimmy Butler that much. Yeah. But yeah, Sixers and uh, seven. And then we can do the West first. Suns versus Warriors. Suns versus I got Warriors. the Suns. I got the Suns beating the Warriors. I think it's going to be close, but I think the Suns are going to pull through. Listen, I have the Warriors. You have the Warriors? I have the Warriors. Okay. I have the Warriors. Make a try- I'm probably going to make it interesting a little bit here, but you have Jordan Poole, you have Stephen Curry, you have Klay Thompson back, who's been on a like, tandem recently. You have Draymond Green, one of the best defenders in the league. And then they have they have a good bench unit as well. The Suns, they have Devin Booker, Chris Paul. We know how scary they are. They had a close to 65 wins this season. But I just think... When it comes to the playoffs, I just don't believe that the Suns are capable of making it making it that far again. Not to say last year was a fluke. Yeah. But I just don't think they'll make it that far again. I think last year was their chance and their only chance. And I feel like this season, uh, the Warrior, this is the Warriors year. Gosh. They have just too many pieces. I mean, yeah. they have too many pieces this year. And then for the Eastern Conference Finals, I have Heat versus Celtics. You have Sixers Celtics. Who do you think is going to? Sixers Celtics. Um. I'm going to say Celtics. Celtics and... Uh, I was going to say Celtics as well. Yeah, I'm going to say Celtics and six for me. Yeah. I'll say Celtics and six as well. Because their defense is just going to be too good. Yeah. I can't believe I have the Celtics making the finals. I mean, after, honestly, after a bunch of these series can go either way. Mm-hmm. I think that there are a bunch of ways that I think there are... There's, it's potential, there's that potential for the Heat, Sixers, Celtics, or Bucks. Mm-hmm. Even the Nets, maybe, to make it. And I think that's, 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 what, that's what I like about this year, this year yeah. is that there are so many teams where it's like, they can make it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you never really know what's going to happen. But uh, let's do this last, let's do the finals real quick. So you have Warriors versus Celtics. So who do you think is going to win? I'm going to say the Warriors. Mm, I'm going to say the Celtics. What? I'm going to say the Celtics are going all what? the way. I thought I was going to have what, the What I've the seen. The Celtics aren't going to win at all. Just what I've seen. In this series so far, I know it's only been two games, but not even just these two games. The way they ended the regular season too, just what I've seen, I don't know. I just can't. I just can't rule them out. I just can't bet against them because they can shut anybody down at any given time, and they have the offensive capability as well on the other side of the ball. So, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. And then I have the I have the Suns winning. Yeah, I just I I believe in Devin Booker. I believe in Chris Paul. I think that this year they're gonna be able to bounce back. They've looked dominant all season, and I think that you know. This is this could this is their year. So we we both have the Sixers missing. Uh, well, you have them losing losing in the second round second once round. again. Yeah, and I have them losing in the Eastern Conference. But finals. I do think that they I do think that it's possible they win. But mm-hmm. I'm just I think that you know, a second round is our worst nightmare. So you know I think the streak's gonna continue. But we'll see. Well, if they do lose in the second round, what do you think they have to do to kind of rebound for next season? I, they, that's, it really depends on how they lose the series. Like if it's because James Harden, like didn't play. What about Doc Rivers? 
win depends. It depends on how we lose the series. If we like have a bunch of leads and like coaching is the issue and we lose, like we blow a bunch of games, then yeah, we're gonna have to have, see a change of scenery. But also maybe it's like, oh, the way the roster is constructed currently isn't the way. Like you can beat those five seeds and those like mid tier like lottery teams, but you just can't beat the better teams. And that's just the issue. Like mm-hmm. that, if that may be the problem. If that's the problem, then it's like, well, maybe Doc should stay another year. Yeah, the Sixers, the Sixers wouldn't have anyone to blame but themselves if they don't advance, uh, at least to the Eastern Conference Finals this year. Yeah, it's just like last year. I mean, there's not, there's not really that one team who's unbeatable. Yeah. And last year, the reason I was so upset last year is because we lost the to the Hawks. Hawks. We lost to the Hawks. That that was a definitely the definitely winnable series. And then if we advanced, we would have faced the Bucks. Who weren't that, like, they, of course, they were champions last year, but they had a lot of injury luck last season. So they weren't, like, some unbeatable team either. So they have, the Sixers, they have no one to blame with themselves. No one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, honestly, I would, I would. Love Colin Sexton at this point in time because he is no, he, he's he, very yeah, he's twenty three years old. That dream is dead. That dream is dead. He's not coming to the Sixers. I mean, you, did you hear about that rumor that Bradley Beal could join the Sixers? Yeah, and Tobias Harris gets it done. They wouldn't. They wouldn't agree to that though. Like, if you're the Wizards, general, if you're the Wizards, you could get a much better. Um, you could get a much up. better offer on the open market. But that would be a sign in trade. That would be a sign in trade, not a, yeah. just a regular trade. So, but they just wouldn't want Tobias Harris. They could get so many assets from other teams. Mm-hmm. They get so like because they'd be they'd be rebuilding at that sense because there's nobody else on that team that could help them be an actual contender or play, a playoff contender or a championship contender. So if they do trade Bradley Beal, it should be to a team where they get as many picks or young players as possible. Like what the Pacers did with Demonis Sabonis. Is Demonis Sabonis this insane player? No. But they were able to get Tyrese Halliburton, who is wow. who's gonna be the face of their rebuild. And you know, hopefully they can use the pick that they get this year on somebody that can partner well with Tyrese Halliburton to move forward that rebuild. Just imagine instead of James Harden, we got a Tyrese Halliburton, Buddy Hilden, and Harrison Barnes. Where, where do you think the Sixers team would be right now if we did that? Do you think we'd still be up 3-0? I think we'd be... I think we wouldn't even be at the 4 seed. I think we'd be a higher seed if we did that. I don't, I don't know. Because it's like... 2 seed. Because the problem with young players is that they still have, like... They still have to develop and stuff like that. Like, Tyrese Halliburton has never played in a playoff game before. Like, yeah, there are instances like Tyrese Maxey where it's like, Oh, playoffs. Yeah. I drop 30, you know? Yeah. But, like, you, yeah, you, you can never truly tell with that. That's why there's always that hesitation when it comes to young players in the playoffs because you never know how they're going to deal with this newfound pressure. If they're going to rise to the occasion, if they're just going to, like, be like, oh, it's just another game, or if they're going to, like, crumble, you know? So, I do – I'm excited. I, I was always a James Harden fan, so I was really happy to have him on this team. But I do want to see how he does today. I want to see because he, he had a – all right, he had a pretty good game before he fouled out. So let's see how he does today. Today, I I need nothing short of a James Harden masterclass. Yeah. I mean, uh, Joel Embiid he he had a game winning shot yesterday. He's doing all he can for the Sixers team. So yeah, I need I need James Harden and stuff. Because yeah. have you even seen a game so far where James Harden has dropped like forty and stepped up and nope. been the Sixers best player, nope. leading scorer? Nope. We haven't seen that yet. And that's, that's crazy. He's, he's played like almost 20 games at this point, and we have not seen that. 
We'll see. In a, we'll see in about 25 minutes. But uh, that's all we got today from the AM show. From Andre, I'm Miles. Go Sixers. We'll see you next time.